Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Melcina Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministries. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning for this is the day that the Lord has made. Let me try that again. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because he's been more than faithful. Come on, he's been better than good. Amen. I know we all can testify of the goodness of the Lord on this morning. Let that be our motivation that the same God that has brought us this far is going to carry us on. Amen. I want to start my morning shout out starting with my loving husband, Reverend Johnny White, pastor of Olive Grove Missionary Baptist Church, and good morning to our church family. Also, good morning to my honoree sponsors, Brother Larry Downey, his lovely wife, Linda, and also to my sponsor for the month of August. August, Hope of Glory Ministries. I'm excited, as always, for the many things that God is doing and is getting ready to do. Amen. I can rejoice over the past, but I will operate in faith on today. Amen. For what he is doing in this day, all the ways he's going to already make for me. Come on. A way of escape when every time the enemy comes against me, everything that's designed against me today, God is going to raise up a standard against it. Amen. So I rejoice in today because he is, come on, Lord of my day. Amen. And the things to come. Oh, I live in expectation, but I'm still Still in the book of Acts. I haven't left that yet. Acts the ninth chapter, verses 3 to 18. I've been talking about Saul's conversion. Amen. On the road of Damascus. And I just want to pull out something today. I've been talking about the transition from sight to vision. And then I said from sight to vision. And today I want to just keep talking about that because we can get caught up in what we see. Amen. As believers, we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. But that sight, come on, that same sight that Eve had to battle with. Come on. She looked at the tree. She looked at the fruit and it was pleasing to the eyes. Amen. And then she touched it. So what we see, come on, draws us. Amen. We come to believe what we see. Come on. If it looks good and we think it's good for us, but that's not always the case. Amen. If Eve, Eve was here, she would say, amen. But what we, what we got to fight with that sight, amen? And that's what Saul had to deal with. God removed his sight. Come on. A bright light shined from heaven and he lost his sight. But there was a conversation um, he had with the Lord to get from sight to vision. And I talked about that last Saturday. The conversation was, he asked him, Lord, is it you? He said, then the Lord said, he said, first he see fail. And then he said, who are you? Lord, he's asking him, are you Lord that I'm interacting with? Um, that just shown this life from heaven. Um, that just asked me a question. Why am I persecuting you? He asked it, was it Lord? He knew what he was entangled with. Amen. He knew he was persecuting those that was following Christ, the believers of Christ, the believers of his death and resurrection. Come on, somebody that believed that he lived and was sitting on the right hand of the father. Those that believe that he's soon to come back again. Um, he, he were persecuting those and so he knew who he was persecuting amen he knew the people that he was persecuting what they was representing amen what they were preaching and what they were teaching and so he had to ask 
who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said to him, whom, yes, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But later on, it says that Saul lost his sight, and, and the men that were with him were speechless because they heard voices and couldn't see anyone. And then in verse below, it says, then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were open, he saw no one. He saw no one. And that's what I want to talk about because my subject today is, Lord, disrupt my sight. Uh, we, we, we value sight, amen? Because in today's society, if you are blind, you are considered disabled, amen? That you are lacking something to function normally in society. Uh, but but as those of us that, that, that want to pursue heaven, amen, those of us that want to be ready when it comes back, I believe that we're getting caught up in our sight and what we see, and we need the Lord to disrupt our sight. Um, we don't necessarily want to be blind. Amen. Um, but if that's what it takes, come on. If your eye offends you, come on, you know the word of God. Um, pluck it out. Come on, if your arm offends you, cut it off. But Lord, I want you to disrupt my sight because some of us are caught up in what we see. We've lost sight of hope. Come on, somebody. Um, we've lost sight of what we can't see, and that's the move of God in our lives. Um, sometimes it's behind the scenes. Uh, we know he's making a way out of no way, but sometimes we lose sight of that in the spiritual. Come on. We're so caught up in the natural that we lose sight and forget about the spiritual realm. Amen. That what we believe God to be doing on our behalf. Come on. He's always working it out. Somebody say he's always, always working it out. But here, he, Lord, disrupt my sight. This is what he did for Saul. Um, that was part of his conversion, um, is that he had to stop seeing in the natural. Um, he had to hear a voice. Come on, somebody. And, and we know that if you're blind, all your other senses are keener. Come on, you, your touch becomes stronger. You, almost like your other senses become bionic, um, in, a, in a sense, um, for lack of a better description. Um, we know the bionic man, and then they made a story about the bionic bionic woman. I mean, your other senses, so your, your sense of taste uh, become more sensitive, um, become more keen. Um, you taste what other people don't taste. We take it for granted because we're looking at what we see in comparison to what we taste. Come on, I hope, I pray that you're with me. Same thing about your touch. You touch something, it feels silk, but to a blind person, that silk has a different dimension to it, um, has a different depth and meaning to them. Um, you get where I'm going with this. And so when the Lord disrupt your sight, other things become more more prevalent, um, like your spiritual walk, your ability to see things in the spirit realm. Come on, your faith kicks in when you can't see. I'm just going to make it plain. Um, when I can't see my way, faith has to take another level in my life. Um, when it looks like my back is up against the wall, faith has to step in and help me to see past what I see. Amen. I begin to see the hand of God move. I begin to see what is possible in my life. And that's where faith comes in. So, Lord, disrupt my faith. Excuse me, disrupt my sight. Oh, God. Um, and, and if you're like me, you've been dealing with different things in this season in your life and, and sometimes you lose you can't quite see the end um you can't see the breaking of day you can't see that the storm is passing over all you see is the clouds and the rain that keep falling but if you disrupt your sight just for a minute lord if you disrupt my sight just for a minute i, I can see the breaking of day i can see what it is to come amen because i told you that vision means something um vision is greater than sight and vision is a revelation from 
from God an appearance or an exhibition of something, something supernaturally presented. It is also the ability to think about a plan, the future with imagination or wisdom. Come on, you can plan your tomorrow, even though today is chaos when you have vision, but you need the Lord to disrupt your sight. I'm telling you, your sight can overwhelm you. I tell you, if Eve was here, she would say, amen. You would come be consumed with what you see. And, and, and I tell the Lord, I think about it. When I kept thinking about my own life, I said, Lord, I think I need my sight disrupted because I think I've become to believe more what I see. Come on, then your word. I think I've become to be a little bit more deceived by what I see. I think I've become that what I see has become a desire and not you, oh God. I think my troubles sometimes have gotten starting to consume me because I, that's all I see. I need you to disrupt my sight. I believe somebody else out there may be feeling a little discouraged this morning and you just need the Lord to disrupt your sight. Um, I, I can pretty much guarantee you, you might not become blind, but he'll start to turn and start, you'll start to see things more through faith eyes. Come on, somebody. And through the natural eyes. So you need your sight disrupted. Um, Again, I don't think he'll make you blind, but I think he'll get what you're saying, um, that you have come into agreement with him that your sight is over, that you're walking by sight and not by faith. I think if you said it, he'll come to understand that you now see yourself. You now see yourself caught up in what's going on around you and you stop your praise. You stop your worship, your prayer life ain't quite where it needs to be because you're pleading more for yourself than you're pleading for the people that you need to be pleading for. Amen. That's the sort of those little selfish, selfish prayers. And I hope you get what I'm going and what I'm talking about because with well, sight has become part of who we are. What we see, we're trying to fit into the wrong things because we're going by what we see and we need the Lord to disrupt our sight. And that's my prayer unto him because I'm caught up in several things right now. Things that the Lord has assigned my hand to do. Come on, we don't always embrace what he assigned our hands to do. And sometimes what he assigns our hands to do um, calls us to be persecuted. Come on, somebody. It calls for us to have to go through long suffering um, and what he has assigned us to do. And then and in that long suffering, we, we, we need to lose our sight. Come on, because we need vision. And sometimes we can't get to the vision until we lose our sight, until we start to deal with ourselves. And then my prayer life, God has told me, he said, I hear you pleading, but sometimes I need you to plead for those that are caught up in what you're going through. Amen. I know your marriage is in trouble, but God needs you to intercede for your spouse. I need you to intercede for your children. I know you're pleading for him to turn things around for you, but God may need you to intercede for some co-workers. God needs you to intercede for your boss. God needs you to intercede for those that's caught up in what you're going through. I can't express that enough because that's where I am. I was so caught up and woe is me. I know I'm not the only one, but God is asking us. God is calling us to something higher. That's what he was doing with Saul. He was getting ready to elevate him. And even he told Adonai, he said, because well, he's going to suffer many things. And that's what we all are in this journey. We're suffering many things. But God has given us vision. Saul had to operate no longer on sight. Even when his sight was restored, it was not the sight he had before. Then he stopped depending on what he saw. 
He stopped depending on how he saw himself. Woo, Paul Saul is a true conversion. And that's what we need in this day and time because the news is showing us one thing, but we need to see the miracles that's happening in the midst of the killing and the devastations throughout the world. We need to be in king with the miracles, with the things that are happening that seems to be impossible. And we need to expect a miracle. And we need to expect the impossible in this Christian walk. And you can't get that by sight. We only get that by vision. Amen. And I pray that that's been blessing you. I want to play a little bit of music today as I wrap this up. I don't know what I'm going to play, but it's getting ready to come to me because I'm getting ready to press a button. And I pray that it encourages your heart as you begin to move from sight. When you say, Lord, disrupt my sight. Ah, because I need vision in this season. I need to be able to see what I can't see. Amen. I need to be able to see in the spiritual realm. I pray that this music bless you on today. Created me a clean heart so that I can worship you. Disrupt my sight, God, for I desire vision. Amen. I pray again that that has been encouraging you. And thank you for tuning in today and spending time with me. And remember today and throughout every day to rejoice and be glad. Why? God loves you.